Open source is the bedrock of computing. Everything from Apache, Linux, and progressing all the way up until now with Bootstrap, frameworks like Angular, and then coming into the voice era, things like Jovo. Open source fuels innovation and accelerates the growth of technology. For Voice 2019, we're invited to give a talk on open source. As far as I'm as far as I'm aware, I'm very concerned. As far as I'm aware, we were the only open source talk there. I'd like to show this to you now. Welcome to the Open Source Dev Workshop powered by Voice First. Um, let me introduce you to the team. I am Pat. This is RJ, Khalil, and Samir. We're all from Voice First. We're all based out of Columbus, Ohio. Wanted to show you one of the tools that we use to build open source. Uh, go through a workshop where we can create a project for you to put your entire resume on voice. So if you're a dev or if you work in uh, text-to-speech or if you are branding, if you're a voiceover actor, instead of handing them in a CSV, you can tell them to just say, hey, talk to, and then your name. And then they'll hear your name coming out of it. They can ask you any question. They can ask you what your rate is, what your portfolio is and access it all by voice. So kind of a voice first resume is what we'll build for you today. We'll build it first with the Jovo framework, which is an open source tool. And then we'll show you a demo of one of our products and how you could build it for free using that as well. So let's get started. First, we'll take 10 minutes to talk about Jovo. We'll then do a workshop for about 25 minutes. And then we'll do a demo of ours for five and then a Q&A at the end for another five, just to give an overview. Bulk of the time will be spent focused on you making sure that you are able to build it, answering questions that you have, helping you build your portfolio on voice. So first to we'll talk about the founding team. Um, my name is RJ, it's Samir, it's Pat, as you know. Um, they're the developers and I do a little bit of work with what they build, um, a little bit of what you're going to be doing today, uh, but I also work on business development. So what is Jovo? Jovo is a framework that is in Node.js. You have one single Node.js backend, and it'll build out both your Alexa skill and your action on the Google Assistant. So it allows you to create one unified experience across both platforms. It includes a CLI, a command line interface, so you can deploy directly there. It includes the language model. It includes the backend code. And they've also got a lot of tutorials. It includes tools like monetization, so both Amazon Alexa in skill purchasing and a little bit more new the Google transactions and in addition it includes all of the libraries and objects for your multimodal so you can use cards you can use the Google interactive uh, canvas you can use Alexa's APL and everything in between so you can do stuff like echo show the echo dot in the people's car with Alexa auto Google home hub mini auto and then on smartphones if you press and hold the home button on an Android or on any, any other phone, if you go into the Amazon shopping app and tap the Alexa button in the top, they'll be able to access what you're building today. This is what the Jovo website looks like. So you can explore it at any time, jovo.tech. The company's based out of Germany, and they're an open source framework. So on their website, if you want to click this, they actually have more stars on GitHub than the Google Assistant SDK and the Amazon Alexa SDK. So they have very high adoption, which helps to know that it's a very thriving community and it's a global community. Again, like I said, they're based out of Germany, um, but we have very close connections with them. The founder, Jan, is a, is a good dude. He was messaging me this morning. I said, is there anything you want me to say? He just wanted me to plug that they will be doing three new releases in the next month. So the platform is, is growing constantly and just be ready for those changes. 
I may have gone a little fast through there. Anything that I missed when we should talk about Jova? That is awesome. The community is always developing, and if you ever have questions, they answer it in a very good uh, response time. Better than I've had with uh, other communities. So on Slack, they have their own forum. They're great, and if you're stuck on something, they're more than willing to help you walk you through it. So, if you sure. message John personally, he'll usually respond within a day. Uh, you can also, they can also advocate to Google and uh, Amazon. It's more of a legitimate source, and they're usually pretty quick about fixing bugs. How long has it been around? It came out um, in late twenty, late twenty seventeen. Hey Google, when was Jovo released? I'll look it up. Jovo, they didn't know. Um, pending. So now we'll, we'll flow into the workshop. If you don't have a laptop, um, I'll, st I'll demo it up here. But if you do have a laptop, I'm going to go through the project so you can kind of follow along with me. I'll try to keep it slow and then we'll have Samir and RJ kind of walking around to help with any sort of setup. So what we're going to do, again, we're going to build a portfolio for you on voice. So that instead of having to hand someone a CSV or linking them to your website, you just tell someone to launch your app on Google or on Alexa and then they're right there talking to you, they hear your voice. So the two things that we'll need is the Jovo website, that's where you go to find how we do the installs, and the audio converter from Jovo. So the audio converter from Jovo, I'll, I'll pull it up in a second, you drag and drop an audio file in there, and that, as I'm sure you know, there's some specifications on an audio file that can come out of Alexa. Has to be a certain bit rate, has to be a certain frame rate, right frequencies, you have to be within a certain time limit. So the audio converter, is an open source tool that Jovo made so that way you just drag and drop an audio file and it'll convert it to the file you need and then you can just download it and upload it and save it somewhere else. It's not a hosted solution, so your file will only stay there for 24 hours with Jovo. We'll show you ours in a little bit, which is free as well, um, and it'll host it there forever. Uh, customize responses and share your voice resume with recruiters. So we'll go ahead and go through that. First thing we're gonna wanna do is if you've got your laptops open, we're gonna head over to jovo.tech. Let me see if I can mirror my display. Cool. So we'll start off on the Jovo website, and then if you click the getting start, if you have a question at any time, raise your hand. One of them will run over and help you out. So if you click the getting started button, you'll see down here that there is an install command of npm jovo, npm-g jovo cli. So NPM is Node Package Manager. Out of show of hands, how many people are already familiar with NPM and Node? Okay. Um, it is, Node is common back-end JavaScript framework. If you just search Node.js, this will, if you don't already have NPM, you'll need to go here and you'll need to download Node. How many people that are doing the workshop have not already used Node before and they will need to download? Okay, we'll assume everybody's got it. So the first thing we'll want to do is globally install Jovo. So if you're on the website, you can copy it. If you're not, open up a terminal. Doesn't matter what directory you're in. We're going to go npm install-g Jovo CLI. And what that's going to do is it's going to install the Jovo command line interface. So that, that's what we need to do to be able to run our applications locally, deploy it to Alexa and to Google. Um, build your projects, everything that you need to do with Jovo is all wrapped into this package. So I guess for me it's updating the most uh, recent version. Once it's complete, 
all we have to do is run jovo-v. This is your check to make sure that it's all installed right. You should get a command line version. So for me, I've got version 2.2.8, and you guys should all also have 2.2.8. Now we have Jovo installed. So now across your entire local computer, you can use Jovo and it'll work for you. Next step is to create a new project. So you might know that if you're building for Alexa, you might go on the Alexa website and then download one of the Hello World templates, or you might use the Alexa skill kit to use the command line to actually create a new Hello World project. Jovo has their own projects, and they actually, I'm gonna take a little tangent here, they actually also have a lot of, I'm looking for their frameworks, their templates. So they have a lot of templates. So if you wanna build a trivia game, or an audio player, or in-skill purchasing, they have a lot of, so for their, their trivia game, for example, instead of doing Jovo, just Jovo New, you'll add an argument to the end with a template, followed by the name of the template. So they have a few templates in here that kind of, and they got little photos that show you how the templates work. And you can get started, but for us, we'll just use the regular Hello World that they have down here in the Getting Started instructions. So we'll just run Jovo New and then the name of our project. For me, I don't like to keep all my projects in root directory. This little, if you're not already aware, this little tilde means that we're in our root directory right now, um, or our home directory. So I like to go into a folder that I called projects. CD stands for change directory, go into projects, and now we can run Jovo new in the name of our project. I'll clear this out. Clear. Jovo new, um, and we'll call it voice summit a, well, Patrick Sweetman. My name's Pat, so Pat Sweetman, this will be my resume. You run Jovo new in the name of the app and it just sets everything up for you. It'll download all the NPM dependencies, clones the template from Jovo, and gets it all set up. While that's loading and downloading, I'm gonna go ahead and show you some of the features that you get with Jovo. Up here shows what a regular Jovo project looks like. Just like Alexa, you have Intense, and just like Google, you have Intense, and they have built-in Intense just like those platforms. When someone invokes your app, so when they say launch your name or on Google talk to the name of your business, first place they go is launch, every time. So you can see in here, all that we're doing is we're redirecting them to the hello world intent. So someone says, talk to Pat Sweetman. It'll redirect them to the hello world intent. And Alexa or Google will respond back, hello world, what's your name? Please tell me your name. If you reply with your name, we can see down here we have a my name is intent where we tell them, ask versus tell, we tell them, hey, Patrick, nice to meet you. This is how we get inputs in Jovo. It's that easy. Just run, get the input with the name of value. So in this example, it's name. But if you're looking for a city, the, the slot might be called city. So that's what it looks like. It's already done. Let's see what we've got by opening up our code editor. I prefer VS Code, but you might also like Atom, a lot of different editors that you might want to use to edit this. Let me open up the folder. Projects, here's Pat Sweetman. So let's open this up and see what we got in here. Inside of our project, we've got the license, package lock, project info, and a readme. The thing that we're interested in is our app.js. This is pretty much where we're gonna do the bulk of our coding on the back end. Typical development, you have a front end and you have a back end. A lot of the front ends, a lot more of your designers thinking about, okay, what's the user experience like? What is a customer gonna say? Whereas the back end's more the logic of what API connections do we need? What are the inputs that we need to grab? How are we routing them with state management? 
app.js is where your entire back end is controlled, all of that back end code. Now the front end for your designers, they'll go into models, and then here's your en-us.json. This one's en-us, which means that it's for the English language with the US locale. There are locales for each language as well as locality, so in English, you also have Great Britain, you also have Australia, and you have a few different regions. If you're dealing with France, you'll have a different set of uh, languages. But, so with Jovo, all that you have to do to deploy to a different locale is copy the language model and rename it. So if we wanted to be in Great Britain, paste in there, and then we would change this over to Great Britain, which their code is GB, I believe? Yep. Anyone aware? Yeah, GB. So then if, if we have some slightly different phrasings or words for that locale, because you know each culture has a little bit different way of saying different things. It might not be hello, it might be hi, yeah, for example, something like that. Uh, you, can, you can make it very super localized to whatever locale you're working in. We'll go over to app.js so that way we can see what we're talking about. You can kind of ignore this up at the top, they're just some imports. Here is exactly what we saw on the website. It already gave us this hello world template and we can already customize it and get it ready to go. So I'm gonna, instead of saying hello world, I'm gonna change this to say hello voice summit AI. We'll save that. And now let's see what our next step is by going back over to here. It's really easy to follow. So we create the language, create the language model with Jovo build. And so we created the new project with Jovo new. Next step is Jovo build. So we'll run CD Pat Sweetman, Jovo build. What this does is it takes and it builds each of our language models. You saw up there a, a Great Britain and an ENUS. It built both of those language models right there, both for Alexa and for Google. This is where it gets cool. Look inside of your, I'll need to refresh this. Now we have this platforms folder. Inside of platforms, we have an Alexa skill and a Google action, both customized for those SDKs. So you can take this and it has everything that you need to directly deploy with Alexa. So if you just want to see, uh, change directory into that Alexa folder, you can use the Alexa CLI to deploy that. So you've got the models folder, you've got your dot, you can see we already have Great Britain and US. We've got our skill.json. This is all normal Alexa. It took what we have and converted it into both the native Alexa and Google for us in Dialogflow for Google Assistant. So now we've got our platforms. Next question is, how do we deploy it? Jovo deploy. Let's see what it does. Um, usually we configure. Let's, it's been a while since I've just run it natively. So now it's deploying. It's gonna zip everything up. It's gonna install all of the production packages that we want. And then it'll zip everything together into a bundle file. And then after that, you can see this little checklist of now it's deploying to Alexa, and then it'll deploy to Google. Any questions so far while this is running? Am I going too fast? Okay, okay. It was deployed at Great Britain and US. And at the end, we should see where it's going. So it looks like it's, it created my test app. The skill ID is AMZ1, here's our skill ID. So I should already be able to go into our Alexa console and see that app that we built. Here's Pat Sweetman. It was created today. We have English UK, we have English US. And then we can go in there and we can see all the intents that we have. So we have the hello world intent. This, does this look familiar? If people use the Alexa developer console, show of hands, how many people? Only one. Not many, two maybe? Okay, this is what the Alexa console looks like. This is how you build with voice. So you can define stuff in here if you'd like. We like to define it with code. So you can see everything was already updated. Let's see how we're doing. 
Uh, it's now deploying our language model for US. Right now we're looking at the UK, but we also have US up here. And it looks like it's still deploying that, so it might not be here. It's still building. Could you configure uh, your setup with credentials before? The ASK? Yeah, yeah. We or did. After, yeah, oh, did yeah. you just get a notification? No, I just got an error. Yeah. You mind? Uh, yeah. Um, yes, so you'll have to, the first time you run it, it'll say, okay, well, what Alexa console do you need to deploy to? Uh, so is anyone else having that error? You also got that error. It, what's the error they got? Okay, I'll let somebody work on that. Uh, we'll keep rolling. So we deployed it. It is already deployed to both Google and Alexa. So we got our dialogflow.zip. Uh, let's see if it created it over on the dialogflow side for Google. So on Google, on Amazon, you go to developer.amazon.com. For Google, you go to actions on Google. So it would be uh, console.actions.google.com. Console.actions.google.com. What's up? And for us, um, it, it actually didn't give me a dialogue flow that it created. So I believe what it did is it just created the, um, the zip file. So inside of our Google action, now we have this little dialogue flow agent.zip. This zip file you upload directly to dialogue flow to import it. I didn't configure the Google account. Um, it's a little bit more advanced. If you have a question about that, we can talk about it afterwards. But with this base model, what we do is create a new action on Google Assistant pat resume, create the project, and then this is the equivalent of this. So you've got your Alexa developer console for Alexa, your actions on Google console for Google, and Jovo to connect everything together into one experience. While that's being created, we've deployed to Alexa. We're in the process of creating our Google. So if, you, if you've never set up an how many people have set up an action on the Google Assistant? Interesting, okay. So actions on the Google Assistant. Uh, what's nice about actions on the Google Assistant is in addition to devices like this that have a screen or the Google Home devices that are the little pucks, every single Android phone in the world already has the Google Assistant enabled. Who has an Android phone in here? Go ahead and try this for me. Pull out your Android phone, press and hold the Home button. When you do it, it should open up the Google Assistant right there. You don't need to download anything. Yeah, and it just pops it up right on, press and hold the home button. Should be like down on the very middle in the bottom of your phone. You'll feel like some haptic feedback with the vibration. I just wanted to show you that it's accessible. Okay, so you've got the Google Assistant right there. You can just press and hold the home button and it works. So it's very easy to launch these skills. Now, to get it started, we're building a uh, conversational, customized conversational AI. Here's all of your uh, action information. You've got overview, develop, test. Test is, your, is the equivalent of this testing console where you can test your skill right there in console if you don't have a device accessible. 
You can test with same, the mic, or you can type. I believe it's hello world. I'm probably, it's probably gonna say. Oh, is it test app? Yeah. Test app. It's not. Uh, let's see what the invocation is. Invo if you don't know what the invocation is, like I don't right now, you just check in here and it says my test app. So I'll copy that invocation. Wi-Fi. So just a little bit of a story. Um, going by like the room and how a few hands went up when you asked if anyone built a skill or worked with the Dallas or Alexa DJ. You personally, I I stayed away from voice for a while because I was intimidated by the Alexa DJ and then the, the whole dialogue flow thing. And then I met Pat and RJ, and they introduced me to Dovo. And after that, I, I started loving it and started building skills rapidly. So it's just, it makes things so much easier and faster. How did you learn? Oh, YouTube, YouTube taught me, like, it was just a hack night thing. It was a random night that I wasn't, I wasn't even gonna go, okay? And then he texted me, he's like, come, you have to come, you have to come, you have to come. And I was about to step on the bus, and I was like, all right, fine, I walked. I got my car in it, I drove the hits place, and then, then that's all it started. That's how we all got together and worked. If you're interested in like learning more about Jobo, um, we have a Udemy course that we could like give you, uh, and you can take mm. the course and learn how to build with Jobo more extensively, not just like a quick uh, demo of that. But, and then if you have issues, you can definitely be in contact with you and like debug things. That's a good point. We'll, we'll, we, do, we don't have it here in the presentation, but at the end we do have a Udemy course on how to use this. It's much more in depth. We'll give it away for free for everybody that's here. So we'll give you a code at the end that you can use to directly get that if you would like a more in-depth training. So, um, I don't have a programming I'm glad you asked. This first workshop is definitely more technically. Second half of this, we'll show you the tools that we built and you will have no code required. You'll be able to build the entire assistant and deploy it on both Alexa and Google. Great question. I'll answer you better in, I think, 10, 10 minutes, okay? It's actually voice first and voice only. So you have to have the assistant in some capacity, whether it's the Amazon shopping app or the Google Assistant or that or the Google Home Hub. You actually create the business by voice. And then as of right now, you just need access to be able to open a Google Sheet, whether it's a Chromebook, Google Chrome, Android phone, iPhone. So um, out of curiosity, does that feel inclusive, being able to just have that, or does, do you feel like there's a piece missing? No, if, if they can, if students 
about the lowest barrier that you would I've I've heard of. We are we are experimenting with finding the edit so that we don't have to use voice to uh, build the voice skills. We haven't gotten there yet. We were just like pitching ideas today, so we don't know when that's going to come out, but it is a possibility. But as of right now, it's just completely voice voice. So you can see here, we tried running it, and we got connection error. Your Jovo mpuk is not running. Please run Jovo run. Okay? Let's see what that means. If we run... It's probably the most common error you'll ever get. Uh, so here, now our application is running locally. If, is anybody here, if you've developed an Alexa skill before, it can sometimes be difficult to test quickly and then make that feedback and change as a developer. Here, we're now running it locally, so now let's try it again, my test app. Hello, Voice Summit AI. What's your name? My name is Patrick. Hey Patrick, nice to meet you. I downloaded the template, uploaded it, and now it's already working on Amazon Alexa. Google Assistant, similar process. We can see that we have this testing console here, but no real way to test. So uh, the first thing you want to do is go to Actions. Add your first action, and we're doing a custom intent. If you click Build, it opens Dialogflow. Dialogflow is to the Alexa. Uh, Alexa, it's all kind of wrapped into one. You've got the, uh, in, that, in Alexa, it's all wrapped into one. You have your developer console with your language model as well as your distribution information. So your distribution information, this is good for marketers and front end. This is your description. This is what people see in the Alexa skill store, the keywords, the example phrases, your branding with your logo. That's all here in the Alexa console. In addition, in the Alexa console, you've got your code and you've got your testing. With Google, they split it out. So you've got the actions on Google console. This is where your branding is all done. You've got your theme customization. You can, so you can pick like custom color codes if you have uh, branding in your uh, colors. You can put in custom typography if you want a certain font in what it does. If you want a background image, you can throw in a background image in there. That's all done here. Now once you get into the actual language model in the conversational AI, that's where dialogue flow comes into play. So you're like, okay, where do I start here? Click the little gear, export, import, restore from zip. We go into the project, ignore the mess of my computer. Uh, Pat Sweetman, Pat Sweetman, Pat Sweetman. Platforms, Google Action, because that's where we're at. And here's our dialogue flow agent. Drag, drop, restore, and restore. Now it's done. So now we see we have our English and we also have our Great Britain models. And then inside of here, we now have all of those intents. So now if we go back over here into the test section, we can actually test it. The start testing button wasn't here before. You have to create that dialogue flow agent first. So now same thing, we talk to my test app. Getting test version, hello Voice Summit AI, what's your name? Samir. Hello, Samir, nice to meet you. And we can see over here, we've actually got all of that response right here. And you're like, whoa, that looks kind of complex. I want to look at something easier. All you hit is the period, and it opens up this debugger. The debugger makes it a little bit simpler to look at what's going on in this local webhook. So let's test it over here on Alexa again. Well, while that's loading, I'll test it again on Google. Talk to the test app, and check out this debugger. It loads up, we can see the dialogue right there. If you want to see the console, it's all up here. We can see what session attributes were saved. 
We can see where it came from, whether it was Google or Alexa. We can see the route that they were on. It gives you a lot of details that's all broken down. And again, this is all open source. So if you see this and you're like, ooh, I wanna take that, tweak it and make it for my own business and make it privatized, do it. It's available. The code's right there on the Jova website. Take it, tweak it, make it yours, privatize it, make money on it, that's what they want. This is another tool that they offer for free. This was released uh, three months, four months back. It was really nice. When, when they gave us the ability to just press the, the period, it was cool because before that, what we had to do is you had to, take, uh, you had to take this link. So difficult. You had to click copy, open up the tab, paste, and then you were there. It took like three steps, and then they just said, well, let's just have them hit period, and that, that made it a little bit faster. So now, kind of summarize, we have taken our computer, which had nothing. We were able to create an app, deploy it on both Alexa and Google, and get to test it. Looking back at the Jova build, the only other thing is run, which I kind of did from errors, and now we've completed the entire getting started guide. The barrier that we hit was with you, were we able to get over that? No, oh, that's just because it didn't have the account set up. Were, were you able to, to do that, or was that a full stop barrier? Oh, uh, I think it was. Okay. You couldn't uh, automatically deploy it, so you have to do it manually. Uh, okay. So that was it. Cool. So that will conclude the first workshop. Any questions about that first experience using Jo? Oh, yes. So how do you control more complex those where you're trying multiple questions? Some like state management. Yeah. Yes, that's a good question. So one of the best things about Jovo is their state management. So you want to control a flow, right? After they go to launch, they might say that they want to make an order. After they say make an order, you're putting them down a path of making an order. So if they say something else, it's gonna, it's, you want to keep it contained to that path. The path is called a state. There's an onboarding state. You might have a purchase state. You might have a create user account state or a user profile state. And inside of there, you'll have a bunch of intents. How do you control that flow? If I want to point a user from this intent and I want them to go to a path, I want to go to the path of onboarding state. And then you'll ask them, yes or no. So that's how it would work. So let me, let me give you that example right now. Let's go into onboarding state. Well, this is how fast it'll be to add it in. I'm gonna create a new thing here, onboarding state. And after, I'm gonna, let me give you a quick differentiator. There's dot .ask and dot .tell. Any ideas what the difference is? Yes, yes, so an ask will keep the conversation going, it's gonna wait for a question. A tell is just gonna give you information and then it'll end, that'll be the end of the interaction. So, uh, we are gonna change this from a dot tell to a dot ask. And before the dot ask, I'm gonna add dot follow up state. And I'm gonna copy this onboarding state. Onboard state. And I gotta make sure it's inside of quotes. So now we've got Follow-up state is gonna be onboard state and then it'll ask. Now, I haven't defined this other stuff in our language model. I, haven't, I didn't define a yes intent inside of here. So I'm just gonna put a my name is intent inside of there as well, just for simplicity. You guys wouldn't wanna do this in production. Uh, just, this is just for simplicity. And I'll change this back to a dot tell in here. And then instead of that hey your name stuff, I'm just gonna say welcome from the state. Let's stop our app, let's run it again, and now let's just test. We'll go into Alexa, 
don't don't need to deploy. Good, good thought, but no, we don't need to deploy because we uh, we don't need to. So if you don't make changes to the language model, you don't need to redeploy. I I kind of obfuscated it there. Sorry. Thank you, Samir. Talk to the app again. What's your name? Uh, Larry. Hey, Larry, nice to meet you. Now it's still waiting for a response. So now this time we'll say Fred, any name. That'll map it into the my name is intent. And now we get a welcome from the state. We said the exact same thing, we, we gave a name, but because we use state management, it directed us down this path. Does, does that answer your question or did I go down a wrong tangent? Any other questions about uh, with Jovo? So the one thing I didn't demo was the debugger. So we wanted to build a full-out resume, right? You want your voice coming from it, not, not Alexa's voice coming out of there. So inside of cloud, you got this audio converter. So if you've got audio files, if you're a design firm and you, you do your own sonic branding, you make your own audio files, you can just drag and drop a file. Or for me, I will upload a file um, that is a MP3, 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 MP3. So you, I just uploaded a file, it translated it, and then it gave us this link. Take note, down here it says, it will be deleted for 24 hours. So they do give us a link, and we, it's already hosted, so we can use this, but in 24 hours it'll be deleted, so don't, don't trust that. Now inside of here, instead of just a dot ask, well, we, we'll do this. This dot dollar sign speech dot add audio. To our speech object, we want to add the audio of that link. That's it. And now, inside of here, instead of dot .ask with that text, we'll do this dot dollar sign speech. Again, no deploy. All I'm going to do is crash the server because we made a change, run it again, and now let's see what our Alexa skill looks like. Google, I, I don't know what's going on over here. <laughs> I think I'm having some Wi-Fi issues. My test, test app. What's your name? So that was reading directly from Alexa. Now I'll say my name is Patrick. There was a problem with the requested skills response. Let's see what happened. What didn't I use? Uh, you don't need the 
Ah, I, I, I made a mistake and I, used, I made speech an object, but it's not an object. It's, uh, it's an attribute of this. User error, my test app. Hello, voice summit AI. What's your name? Throw in Patrick. Most people don't reach their dream, not because of failure. Most people don't live their dream because they give up. Yeah, you heard the audio file there. So it converted it into Alexa's language and then it played it. And then similarly on actions on Google, talk to my test app, we'll throw in a name. Sure, and then getting the test version of Patrick. My test app isn't responding at the moment. Try again soon. Wonder what happened there. In the debugger, threw in Patrick, and I actually don't know what happened. Any ideas? Maybe I just, oh, I might just need to refresh because we changed stuff. Mm. Okay, getting the test version of my test app. My test app isn't responding right now. Try again Unknown. soon. Unknown, sorry. Uh, so the audio converter, easy, drag and drop, do it. It's only hosted for 24 hours. That is the end of the first workshop officially. Let's move on. So these are some of the things that we built um, with Jovo. We have a voicedrycleaner.com platform. So we're helping dry cleaners come on to voice. Um, we can do pickups and deliveries. So you say, hey Google or Alexa, ask Dublin cleaners to pick up my laundry and they'll come and pick you up. Um, so helping older industries coming on to voice, um, other consumers, and then we have uh, voice for skill creator, which we'll demo in a little bit. It's creating a voice skill with your voice. Um, and then we have the Columbus Chamber. And so the theory behind that was that we want to create a voice community and we want to change the way people use voice. So not just for weather and music, but for business. And what better way to do that than to start with where people go to do business. Um, instead of doing on the phone and emailing, it's much better to be at a networking event or a conference like this. And so the chamber brings people together. So we are using that to bring people to the events. Uh, we do events and news with them. Um, we're also partnering with the Columbus, uh, the, uh, we are talking with the Columbus Dispatch. And so we're trying to get people in the business community using voice and then use that as intros these business people use the voice app and then they come to the chamber events and where we can meet them and then do further business with them. Uh, you can go to the next slide. So Dry Cleaner right now is our biggest platform. But we also have other consumer services. Um, a dry cleaner owner reached out to us and said they want to do food delivery. So we're into that. We're, we are, we have not built anything, but we are uh, in conversations about building that. We have built Color Sensation app. So that is for a painting company in Indiana or uh, Illinois. Illinois Illinois near Chicago yeah and they on the back of the car this is the dream Alexa launched color sensation painting so we're, our goal is to replace phone numbers with Alexa and Google actions um, because people are in the car and they have the car right there or their phone and they could be talking to your business getting things done while they're driving down the street and then teacher club is a retail commerce platform so there's a lot of individual brands in Columbus, Ohio um, for uh, clothing and things like that. That's a big fashion city. 
um, a lot of young entrepreneurs start there uh, because it's a good way, it's just a good place, a good starting point, there's low barriers. Um, so we're allowing people to sell their merchandise through voice, Alexa and Google. Um, these are just some of the things that we've built on the platform, but they're use cases that uh, we're trying to bring to market with Jovo and then some of the other technology that we've built to make it easier to develop. So you're asking, okay, how does this apply to me? Um, what does this mean? All of this was built with open source tools. So open source means no money. It means you're giving it away for free. Well, we took those open source free tools and now we're monetizing them. We've built businesses around them. We've, we built the, all of these platforms. These are all dry cleaners that are built on top of open source. We are doing business with voice. Now we'll drill into this middle one, voice first skill creator. For non-technical people to be able to build or those that might have a little bit of challenge, their eyes glaze over when you see the when you see the code editor. You want something that's a little bit easier, something that's more accessible. There was a lot of setup. We ran into a problem where we didn't have the Alexa skills kit configured. We had to deploy our code somewhere. Right now, it's all hosted locally. There's a lot of little pieces in there that do get left behind. So we saw how hard it was, and we wanted to make it easier for businesses to put their ideas on voice. So that way, you can just iterate, test your idea faster, and bring it to market faster. So now we'll go into the workshop part two. Instead of having to go to the Jovo website to get started, all you have to do is on Android, press and hold the home button and say, talk to voice first. And if you are on Alexa, you can open up the Alexa skill or you can open up the Amazon shopping app and say, open voice first. You shouldn't need to download anything. Should already be on your phones. Just say, talk to voice first and then it's there. And this is what I think is very cool about the marketing. When you're presenting your resume to someone else, you're presenting your app, there's no downloaded needed. Everybody already has the Amazon app on their phone or they're an Android phone, in which case they just press and hold the home button. If you walk into someone's house and you wanna tell them about your business and they have an Echo device in your house, they don't need to download your skill. You just say, talk to me, talk to your app, and then it's there. No download needed, no friction. So let's get started. Start by saying launch voice first. Is there, is there no approval process for the skill? There is an approval process. We do that, uh, it's all automated on the back end. So um, I'll, I'll talk through it here. Here, let me give a, a demo. Can everyone see this, this screen? When you create the skill, the idea is a beta tester so that you can test your skill and then you test and build it. Then you say, submit my skill for approval and then it's submitted. And then you have to wait two or three days for Amazon. Yeah. So it's not immediately on the store. But through the so. voice first tool. Right, but if, even if I, if, if I just used uh, the Jogo and submitted myself, wouldn't uh, users uh, be required to actually download that skill to access it? Mm -hmm. It would just be instantly available. So it's instantly. How about the, the naming? So it's just first come, first serve with the, the name? Good question. On Alexa, there is no first come, first serve. You can see that there are a million catbacks in there. If you search catbacks, you'll find a million catback apps and if you say open catbacks, it'll suggest like three of them to you based off of voice engine optimization. Okay. On Google, you do claim a domain space, which is why it's good for first come, first serve. So if you have an idea, you can claim that domain space now and then you own it. So for us, if you say, hey Google, hey Google, talk to voice first. We own the voice first namespace. So any Google device, any we're learn more we are to hear about voice first. So it's good on Google to be there first. On Alexa, it's better to build up your brand. Um, so we talk. 
Now it is good on Google to be their first app will be created. We just need a hey, phone Google. number to send. My business is Paperback Club. Great Paperback Club app will be created. We just need a phone number to send you the name of your business when your app has been created. 513-850-5895. Great. We will notify you when your app has been created. And that's it. So now you give it your phone number and your business name. Robots are running around in the background to build both your Alexa skill and your Google action, connecting it all together with your front end and back end, deploying it to the cloud, and setting up everything in between that you might possibly need. Does all the hard work for you. And then as soon as it's done, I'll show you in a bit, I'll get a text message with the link so that you can update the app and publish it. So let me give you an, an example of how you would update. So you make a change to your app and you want everybody to see it. So you just say, hey, Google. Hey, Google, tell Voice First to update my app. Please say the name of the business so that we may find your business. Update Patrick Sweetman. Great, your app will be updated in a few. Didn't need to go to a command line and hit deploy again. Didn't need to crash my server and relaunch it. I just said update it and update it. And then your question, what do I have to do to publish it? It's only local right now. Hey, Google, tell Voice First to publish my app. Great, publish my app hey, Google. will be created. And it'll be public because they're available on Stop. Google. Stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we, so we, we released the publish function last week. We, it, it's available on, uh, it, it should be available on Alexa right now. Did we verify that it's working on Alexa? Or are we on a dev version? You can learn from what you're saying, Okay. Hey, Google, or uh, Alexa, open voice first I'm AI. Sorry, but that's not me. I'm your Google assistant. <laughs> publish my app. Please say publish, followed by the name of the business so that we may find your business. Publish Patrick Sweetman. Hmm, we do not have an app for Patrick's in our database, but we can create one right now. What is your phone number? So hey, we can Alexa. contact notify you. Stop. Okay, goodbye. Alexa, open voice first. Hello, voice summit AI. Alexa. What's your name? Stop. What's your name? Alexa, open voice first AI. Welcome to voice first Alexa, tech. publish Patrick Sweetman. Hmm, we do not have an app for Patrick's in our database, Alexa, but stop. we can create... Okay, goodbye. Out of curiosity, how many people in this room have an Alexa in their home? And how many people have a Google device in their home? Okay. Does anyone notice you had both? Anyone? Who has both? Which one do you guys think is better? And they both are good for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I have the same answer. Okay. I probably use the Google more so that maybe I'm thinking it's better. Okay. I think I might be running a little late. Um, I'm sorry I'm running a little long. Uh, for, for us, we found that she has a little bit harder time understanding. We have a member of our team, Dawn, D-A-W-N, for the life of it. She cannot get it, her name right. This will hear perfectly. 
So Patrick Sweetman, this heard it perfectly. That it thought Patrick's, and then something else. Um, I was, so that's that's it. So now the uploads part. Let me see if the text came through. Do do do. Oh, I'm on a call, so I cannot. Anyone have an example on their phone of the sheet? Or I guess I could open it here. Thank you.